Welcome to season two, episode number seven of the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. And tonight we welcome Chaos and Jay back to the show. Welcome, guys. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Thanks. Nice. Good to see you guys. Thanks for coming back to the show. Thanks for having us. But Jay, it's been a while since we've seen you, man. How's the um, PS4 collection going? Slow and steady, man. I idolize the tortoise, my spirit animal. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome you have to the um ps4 definitely oh definitely i like the new setup you got man looks good appreciate it just try to keep things organized and as i'm sure everybody's well aware you got to just keep trim to what you're going for because it gets crazy quick mm. that's oh, yeah. pretty cool yes. so what how much is that of your collection we can see right there probably like what five percent <laughs> nah two two thirds Okay. Take. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, are you able to display your whole collection, or do you have to keep any of it like boxed or anything like that? Or uh, PS4 is mostly out. PS3 is uh, in hibernation right now. Yeah, I know how that unfortunately, is. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I shed a tear mm-hmm. when I had to make some tough decisions. Oh no, I've had to make those same choices, friends. So yeah. I have like uh, most of my old cartridge stuff. Like I have like a small NES collection, some Super Nintendo stuff. Like I do have that, but I don't have like a proper CRT setup. So I just have most of that stuff boxed away for the someday, hopefully, when I have a nice extra room and I can get the nice CRT and get that all going and put that out. But you know, who knows when that'll be? It'll happen one day. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, interest rates on houses are what going up seven, eight, nine. Once they're like at thirty percent, that's what I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, how's the numbers looking now? How many PS4 games are we up to? Well, I was gonna do my little more homework, but didn't quite get an official number. But I will say, through twenty twenty two, I think we got about a twenty four hundred set right now overall, and I'm sitting at about twenty three. Wow. Wow, man. That's really impressive, man. That's just North America that you're doing? Just North America. Focused heavily on that. Can't do anything else. Don't play. And still all sealed as well, I recall? Still full sealed. 
Unfortunately, the glare you see is I'm also doing cases behind him, too, so light off of that is got to keep him protected. So you got, like, case protectors on the sealed games, what you're saying? Yeah, anything that can fit, yeah. Nice. It's one of them things where invest in this heavily, you got to go for all in and keep mm-hmm. them going. I made the poor mistake of not investing in a good shelf a while back, and uh, there was a, a heavy catastrophe when we lost one of the units. Thankfully, I don't think it took too much damage. Man, you, you're spot on there, Jay. Like I've um, I've spilt drinks on games before, and they've all been in case protectors, and you get no damage to them, and like. You know, you can't just have a room set up and use the room and expect nothing to happen. There's always going to be accidents and things like that. Absolutely. Games are going from the roof all the way to the floor. So, you know, you do have to prepare. It comes with um, protecting your game, storing them well, even getting insurance and different things like that. The things that you do have to look in when you've got a large collection. And it's funny you should mention that. I was going to ask one of those questions is who's done it? research on their insurance to see what their policy covers. Oh, I've looked into it. Talked to my guy. Yeah. What did, I'm curious, What did, if you don't mind sharing, what was the rule of thumb they gave you? What do you mean? I just had to like document everything I had and tell them everything that I had and keep a list of it and, you know, it's there if I need it. But it's not, it does, it's not covered against like everything that could possibly happen to it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, because I was told a uh, specific amount. I think it was 2500 for an individual item. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how much you own. Oh, I didn't get into all that. And I don't have much things worth more than 2500 for a single item. So, I mean, what do you mean? Like like for your collection, they don't give you 2500 yeah. uh, Just what, it, what what is the cover for personal property? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to talk to them again, but... Um... Yeah. Uh, you have to pay for that insurance if you want to have that. It's not just included in your regular homeowner's insurance. I know that you have to like value it out and pay for it. Yep. It's worth it though. If you want to, you know, want to, if you have an insanely valuable collection, I mean, if you get in six figures worth your collection, you should probably look into it. <laughs> I'm just saying just, like, just a little bit. Greater games or, you know, higher, higher, your cards or different things like that i'll definitely be looking into that i went around the road of just um getting a larger um, contents insurance to cover my collection it probably doesn't cover the whole thing but it covers majority of it and um you know it keeps me up my insurance is probably expensive every month so i don't think i could afford any more on it chaos how about you man it's been a while since we've seen you on the show what have you been up to not much, but I'm no longer going for a full time. I'm actually selling most of the collection off, most of it. The only thing I'm keeping are stuff I want to play. Really? Okay, how long has mm-hmm. it been since you decided that? Two months. Oh, all right. So, how, what, 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 like number did you get up to before you decided to sell it? Twelve hundred. Okay. Now I'm gonna ask where you're at now. <laughs> I have been keeping track. Of, I. I will say the two, these bombshells are still full. Nice. That's, and the ones up here are already listed, and they have three additional bins in the closet. That's cool. So I want to say I'm at 900 still. So what, like, uh, spur the change of heart? 
There's also more. Them. There's also more stuff over there. Did you just like need the funds, or just got overwhelmed with the um, number? Or no, like, it just uh, stopped being fun. I I don't need the funds. I, it just stopped being fun. Collecting okay. is the. That's fair. You got the bug. I mean, that's a good point. The PS4. I, I so I'm I'm trying. I'm probably gonna. I think after everything's gone, up, I'll, I'll probably be at 200 games or something like that. They're like specific so, genres that you keep, or is it just like specific games that you just just specific games? Gotcha. Like I'm keeping all the all the Last of Us and and all the ones that Fixie says me, of course. And basically, just games I, I that I would want to play. I'm keeping. If I have a, if I if I think I might want to play it, I keep it. So that's why that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, I have the it's same philosophy, philosophy, but I just have like a lie to myself and think I'm going to play all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to elaborate on that too. I'm I'm going through my collection at the moment, and I'm doing the same thing. If I'm going to keep it, or if it's a game that. This is going to be a weird reason, but appeals to me as a collector. Like, um, I mightn't play every JRPG, but I like collecting JRPGs. They, you know, I'm enjoy. I enjoy showing those games off and putting them in the shelf and having them in the collection and looking at them. So, like, I consider that part of my collection still. But then there's some games that are like, why do I own this? Like, um, this, and there's so many PS4 games like that. So uh, I did another call last night and pulled like another. 20 games out of the collection and the more i do that the more i actually enjoy looking at the shelves because it's you know it's real dense of oh that's a cool game and the game next to it's cool and i've played that and the game next to it i want to play and that's a really cool rpg and that's a cool shoot 'em up rather than oh there's a whole shelf of maddens here and then this is the <laughs> yep. section, and then this is the nhl section and you know <laughs> now, now those, you those guys are games that do those games do play the NHL games. So that's my sport game I play every year. We've all got our sport games that we like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you guys think you're still going as collectors at this point, or you think you're falling more into enjoying this particular console to be able to say, no, I'm, I'm calling and here's why and only keeping what I want to play? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Yeah. Because in, in my head, I still look at other games that I really want. Like there's still Pokemon games I really want, and there's still games on the PS1 that I really want. But I've accepted that um, I'm going to have a break from collecting, and that's going to be put on the back track. And um, right now, I'm considering myself more of a gamer. I'm, I'm playing way more games than I ever have. I'm, I'm not going out hunting as much as I ever have. I'm still buying stuff to resell, but. You know, I'm not going to the shops just to look at the new games like I used to four or five times a week. You know, I, I went to a EB Games store the first time uh, this week, actually, and I I was shocked at the prices. Like, I didn't see anything that jumped out to me like, this is a good deal. It just all looked like, this is really expensive and overpriced, and uh, that might be cool when it's a quarter of the price in a couple of years and different things like that. But, um, yeah, I feel like there's a change. I don't know about you guys in America, but over here we're just... We don't really have that bargain bin that we used to. Or if we do, it's the same games. There's nothing exciting that's jumping out in there anymore. That thing that we talk, won't mention here from a few years ago, I think, has driven away the notion of a bargain bin. Yeah, you might be right there, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, um, 
I'm still thoroughly like enjoying collecting for PS4. Uh, I love the console still. I mean, I'm not buying like I don't buy like large quantities of games by any means, but there's so many like games that I've wanted for so long that I'm still trying to get like to to clean up my collection. And um, I have to purge just because like I'm I'm always at a, I've had a space issue for a while where like I can't just buy whatever I want. Like I have to kind of make space for stuff. So. Um, it does force me to like uh, get rid of stuff that I bought for maybe the wrong reasons. So I don't know. I buy games just because they're interesting. I don't know how else to describe it. Like anything I think looks interesting or unique or like, I don't know, like I would want to play it, even if I don't actually play it, like something I would want to play, I grab it. But then, uh, you know, in reality, sometimes you just have to like make a choice, a decision. You're just like, am I really going to put, you know, 30 hours into this weird ass obscure RPG that I bought? probably not i don't think i will so i'll probably <laughs> I should maybe get rid of some of these and uh and consolidate so i i do constantly go through and pull stuff out to sell but uh I, uh I love buying ps4 still right now and um i think it's a good time to collect for it like there's not like a bargain bin per se but there's a lot of like good deals and cheap games that are on clearance i think if you look on a lot of websites if you're going on best buy and target and amazon and stuff you can find some pretty good cheap games for like 20 bucks or less so i've been getting yeah i've been getting lots of games that um you know just uh stuff i wanted for a while that i've been waiting patiently for so that's that's what i like about physical collecting is if if you the, the more patient you are um you know you can you can get those deals like on games that uh you know 60 dollars games for 10 bucks 15 bucks whatever all the time so or three uh, cents yeah well I'm, never <laughs> that good, but I'm enjoying that and then i also like this i also just enjoy this time to collect a console like at its end of life yeah uh, and i think it's fascinating to track down like you know interesting titles regional releases and stuff that don't get a ps4 release like like um that space for unbound game that just like they announced they were doing an esrb release for it but i think they're only doing switch and ps5 uh one of our old other guests said that they ps4 copy is going to just stay in english and the asian version and so like to me i'm like well that makes that PS4 Asian version so appealing. I'm like, I have to get that version. I if like, like, cause I just that'll be the to me the cool one to have. <laughs> so that's the one that's interesting to me. So that's the one I want. Like, I don't know. So, so I, I enjoy, debate if that one will be, or if like the PS5 one will be, will people it, not buy the SRB collectors are crazy. Like that stuff yeah. can just be worth a lot because of that. You're right. So. But I, I agree with you that because it's got such a niche release, to me, that's the more desired version. But yeah, I'll see the argument later down the line that no, no, the American version is the one to get because it's got the rating and that's the one everyone wants, you know. <laughs> well, that game definitely is not going to be a graphics thing. It's like a, you know, pixel art game. So it's whatever. So to me, and that's another thing. Um, there's so many games that come out that I'm interested in that there's no reason I need a PS five enhanced version of it. Even if it comes with it, like I buy so many of those, like, you know, Castlevania looking 2d action games and stuff like that. Like indie games, like I don't need these on PS five at all. So to me, I just would rather have it on PS four most of the time. So there's like a lot of games that I'm still buying on PS four, like my PS five collection. 
it's just so tiny compared to my PS4 collection. Like I have some games for sure, but it's just so like, and, and like, I don't know, like I, you have to convince me to buy the PS5 version, which is weird. It's so no, weird. No, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, like, my I PS5 know. games are games that I play and they aren't on the mm-hmm. PS4. That's it. <laughs> Everything's an exclusive. Mm-hmm. You're getting you better games on PS4 anyways. Because if you're a trophy hunter, you can get... A lot of times they come with the free upgrade anyways. So you, if you're a trophy hunter, you can double dip with a one disc. Yeah, exactly. And so and they used to be cheaper. So it was a no-brainer. I think Sony catched on and now they're the same price. You brought up an interesting point, Joe. You said PS4 might be in the life. I'm going to play devil's advocate and ask, is it really? everything being backwards compatible until mm. games become too powerful for the PS4. Are we actually near? I don't, I think that um, like those limited print companies are going to keep releasing PS4 stuff. Like, I think that's probably still outsells some of their PS5 stuff. It wouldn't be like, I would, I don't know their numbers, but I wouldn't be shocked. And um, there are games that I see that, aren't getting ps5 releases like i think they just i'm not sure if, if this is going to be final but they announced like the new uh dodonpachi release like they just went live on amazon and so far i can only see a switch and ps4 version i don't even see a ps5 version so it's like um you know i i would agree with you that the ps4 is going to last way longer than it naturally would but like at some point what if Sony's just like, we're not going to let you make more games? What do you do then? Like, that's where the final end is. Like, like with the I, Vita? Yeah, well, I mean, so it's a little different because the, the discs I don't see ever being an issue getting. But, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I just, um, it'll die a slow death, but it's it it's going to go for a while. And uh, I would still prefer to collect for PS4, like I said, most of the time over PS5 anyway. So I'm for it for the most part. Can we compare it to the PS1 and the PS2? Because when the PS2 came out, obviously the PS1 was backwards compatible and they were still making PS1 games up until 2005. And like there was exclusives coming out in 2004 that are some of the best games on PS1. So are we going to see that for the PS4 and the PS5? It's already been, what, three years and they're still, I mean, they're still pumping out PS4 games every week. I don't don't see any signs of slowing down. And we're at 10 years since PS4 came out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, like um, indie games can come out on the Switch and PS4 forever, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I, there's not a reason for, you know, but, uh, you know, the My crazy... sanity, Joe. What's that? My sanity. Yeah, well, it would I be nice. Keep it. If it would be nice if there was an ending, an end in sight, like if there was just like a final list. And like I do, I'm better with it now, but like, you know, I like sometimes buy like the version of the Switch, the PS4, and the PS5 just because I can't damn decide what I want to do. Like it's like I really can't. Like I'm like, uh, so that can be a little irritating or overwhelming. Like I have like, um, almost a full like horror set for ps4 like i almost have every game and then i have pretty much a full ps5 horror set but i have so many duplicates and like i'm just like i don't know if i want to keep doing this like i i don't know it's like it's stressful at, at some point i would i would like the ps4 to stop just for that reason just to be like i have all of those i don't have to worry about any more coming out 
Same thing with PSVR, man. There's still more of those coming out. And I'm like, I'm so ready to move on. We don't need more. But now I have a full set of PSVR, so I have to buy anything else that comes out. I'm like, I I'm got a question obligated to. Yeah. The game comes out on PSVR and PSVR 2. Are you double dipping? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If Sony are listening to this right now, they're like, we've got him. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily for the most part, VR games are actually kind of cheap. Most of them are like 30 bucks or less. Um, some of them are AAA, like PSVR 2 games. Those have been a little more expensive, but usually it isn't that bad to double dip. But uh, yeah, I usually do. Sometimes I buy the digital one too. <laughs> hey, Jay, I wanted to touch on a chat question after you. Robert asked, mm-hmm. are you going for the full PlayStation PS4 hit set as well? That's a good question, but I am not, unfortunately. Uh, it's crazy enough to do one copy of a game at a time, so variants and other things like that would be a little um, exuberant <laughs> going uh, so I, i'm sticking to just the regular ones i've seen a few people on facebook sharing their collections and it actually looks really cool seeing all the greatest hits with the I, red flies and the blue cases together oh yeah i've seen those those look great and it's quite a manageable <laughs> set but i do believe there are some rarer ones in there so there's been a couple, and it's been nice to see the community coming out and actually starting to connect on these sorts of subsets to get the list more manageable. I see we have a few comments, too, commenting, yeah, manageable is better, and I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I just want to read this comment here quickly. Um, it just comes out of Facebook user, but I think this is Lee. It says, hey, boys, still in full gear here for the PS4. In terms of giving tips for other full set collectors, I kind of feel like this discussing people but like joe is saying so many interesting titles i think focusing on subsets on ps4 makes collecting less daunting and that's something i definitely agree with because there are so many little subsets within the full set and they can be fun to collect i know you do a lot of subset collecting joe yeah i focus on like small subsets because like i do have like an obsessive compulsive completionist problem thing so like i for me it's like I don't know. It's more manageable to just uh, to go for like, you know, just I have like all the shmups. I have all the horror games that I want. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want like every RPG there ever was, but like I'll pick a franchise and get them all. Like I have all the Tales games. I have all the Final Fantasy games. I got all the, um, you know, um, Trails games and stuff like that. So like I, I, I like going for the, the subsets because like I said, it is a little less daunting. And then if you really get everything you need and you complete the subsets, you can expand and go for whatever you want after that. Um, but I'm also like an ADHD collector too. Like I, I bounce around from system to system. Like I do, like I, I don't, uh, don't stay on one thing for too, too long. Um, like I've been on a PS2 kick again lately. I don't know why I just decided I wanted to like fill in some of my PS2 collection. Sorted a bunch of PS2 games this week. Hmm. Don't know why. I know actually. Well, I do know why. I was I've, I've been messing with my girlfriend's Steam Deck and put a bunch of PS2 games on there. And the nostalgia <laughs> was just like overflowing through my veins. I was playing like Need for Speed Underground, and I was playing some. Oh man! So then I literally ended up ordering a Steam Deck <laughs> for myself because I couldn't stand it anymore. Because she had one and I didn't, which just drive me crazy. And then uh, I went and downloaded like every PS2 game I've ever wanted, like ever. And uh, 
you know, going through the list, there was a few that I'm like, I feel like these are deserved to be owned in my collection. So I started buying a few PS2 games. That's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. So those should come in next week, hopefully. What I love about doing stuff like that, Joe, is you'll find cheap games in that lot. And they'll be like $10 games that you don't own. You'll be like, Hell oh, yeah. I don't own this. And it's only 10 bucks. That's Exi- awesome. I ordered like three $10 games. Hell yeah, dude. Like one, I, I, it was like Arctic Storm. It's like some freaking sled racing game. Look dope. I'm like, that looks fun. 10 bucks. I don't care. I like racing games. I'm down with that. Uh, I got like, um, what the hell is it called? Like Angel, Blood Angel Apocalypse or something like that. I don't remember what it is. It's like some like top down, like action fighting game. Looks fun. I don't care. It's like 10 bucks. Let's go, dude. So, yeah, there's a, quite a few of those. Gosh, I love that. My mistake now is, well, I've had that list for a while, and I went through and bought all the cheap games, and the only games left on the list are expensive ones. <laughs> that always happens. Anytime I go through a console, and I'm like, I would like to, uh, like what I'm emulating or something for the first time, or going through a library, like any game that I'm like, that looks good. I wonder how much that costs. Holy crap! That like always happens, dude. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I remember it was so funny. Like even when I started like getting into PS One. Like the first game I looked up, I thought looked cool was like Batman the arcade game. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Looks like a little fighting game. How much is it? I was like, oh my God, it's like $400. What the <laughs> freaking hell? I was like, the very first game I looked up, I'm like, of course. I'm like, this is how it's going to be, isn't it? But they, they weren't all that bad. That would have just particularly expensive, but that made me laugh because, you know, I was like in the list. I'm at B. I'm like, oh, it was the first one. How much is this? Ah, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to collect anymore. Screw this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. But uh, so that's what I, that's one good thing about emulation, though. Maybe I know people hate on it, but it makes me buy games because it, it like I, I actually like will, you know, find games I've never heard of and try them out. And like, I, you know, I want to own them if I really like them. So I think it's a and good yeah, thing. that's a good point. If you play a $300 game. And you fall in love with it, you you have to buy it, <laughs> or it's going on that list until you can't own it. That's just comes down to it. I want all the games that I love, you know. And if, if I, you know, mm-hmm. if I love a game that's expensive, well, I'm going to plan my journey to buy it. Yeah. Whether if I have to save up for it or sell a couple of things, you know. I sell. I always sell. So, I would rather have one game I love for three hundred dollars than four, three one hundred dollar games that I'm meh about all day long so um what about you Emulation guys is an important part of game preservation prove me wrong i'm i i will 100 prove you right and like what the um game history museum proved a couple of months ago that like 87 percent of games are, are missing are unavailable to buy and like they went through the GameCube or the Game Boy Advance library, and I think there was like less than ten percent of those games like are actually available to to play today, unless you own them or you know you emulate them. You can't play these games. So like, what happens with new gamers? How are they going to get into all these old, amazing, cool games? Unless it's a triple A game that everyone's played and it's been ported a million times, and like ninety percent of these systems whole libraries are just going to disappear and it's only going to be older people that own physical copies that played them back in the day who are actually going to know about them it's kind of sad no dude it's going to go full circle and someday kids are going to go into like this arcade and you have to they'll have to pay to play nintendo like some dude 
be like dollar an hour and i'll let you play with my mario and they'd be like it's a deal man I it's a quarter a quarter a die <laughs> uh, it'll be Fortnite drops but every time you every time you die you gotta put a quarter into play <laughs> This is the crazy part, though. You think of what's happening. We got how many remasters on our newer consoles these days? Half. It seems like half of the library's remasters. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's like more. Um, it's easier for a games company to, to be like, let's let's not make a new IP. Let's not take any risks. Let's go and get an, an IP that everyone loved twenty years ago. Add a little bit of color, put it in HD, slap a remastered sticker on it, and charge you know seventy bucks, and that's what's happening. Unless you're a rock star and do the bare minimum with Red, the new Red Dead, or the Red Dead that came back twenty ten. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about Rockstar because they've had some news this week. So obviously, you guys are aware that Red Dead Redemption is being—I wouldn't call it remastered. I'll just say it's being re-released on PS Five, PS Four. Um, They've taken away online. The trophy support's added, but no, is trophy support added? Because some of the trophies are online. So how does that work? Well, I think you were. I think you the trophies are on the PS3 version. So I guess they're adding. You can do double dip with the trophies. I guess with this version. I won't be picking it up. They're charging fifty dollars. I've got the PS3 version. Why would I pick up the exact same game? <laughs> it makes no sense. It plays great on the PS3. It's not like they needed because it couldn't play on the PS3 like Skyrim or anything. You know, if you're going to do this, remaster the game. Actually improve the graphics. Go on and make it look like it's a 2023 game. Don't tell me you haven't got the money to do it. They're a trillion dollar company. Like, I'm, I'm not buying it because I have the Xbox version and the, this, plays on, is, this plays in 4K on the Series X, so I'm not going to pick it up. Well, that's another thing I wanted to bring up, and this is a dig at Sony, that Xbox aren't charging their customers for this re-release. If you've got Game Pass, Red Dead's coming to it, you know. But Sony customers have to rebuy their games. And I was chatting to Joe this week about Beat Saber because um, Joe's PS4 VR 2 went down, and we jokingly said, oh, you're going to have to rebuy Beat Saber to play it again. Like, if, This isn't an, an issue on Xbox. If you buy a game once on Xbox... You own that game. It's a thing that's on Sony. Like they're getting customers to, you know, rebuy their games on PS4, rebuy them again on PS5, rebuy them because you you had this on PS3. Well, here's a, you want to play it on your PS4, seventy nine dollars. What's your guys' take on that? Well, I don't think Sony's been very friendly towards backwards compatibility in general, and they definitely want to charge you again. Like you know, I had to, I just bought Twisted Metal two again to play it on my PS5 which I'm enjoying quite a bit, to be honest with you. But, you know, there's no reason for me to do that. I, I, could, I would rather be able to just throw my disc in my PS5 and play it or uh, just have access to it some other way. But it is what it is. Uh, Sony and Nintendo, both of them, they just uh, want to charge you money over and over and over again. And they, you know, in general, they, they want to move towards a thing where it's all a service that you pay for. It's never like anything that you own. Like they would so much rather have everyone just do the PS Plus than sell you games digitally or anything like that. They just would rather like the subscription model, which isn't terrible for a lot of people. It's not a bad thing. It's just not what I want. I'm like, you know, I don't want my game of the month to be determined by some random 
algorithm or whatever. I just want to play what I want to play at the moment whenever I want, you know, the games I want to play. I think you nailed it, Joe. I mean, every word. Nintendo's showing the model works, and we're seeing it in streaming. Netflix said, hey, you can't share share your accounts. Well, now they got the most subscribers ever, so guess what? Everybody else is doing it. Nintendo's mm-hmm. showing people will rebuy their games. If we're going to continue to support it, they're going to continue to do it. So it's going to take a, a failure for Red Dead or some other major uh, fall for some them to say, nope, we ain't going to go through with this anymore. So I think the only real problem with the Red Dead port is that price tag. That's just too much. Fifty dollars like, for almost nothing. Without no, remastering no it or with no extra, yeah. Like I don't mind the new Dead Space being sixty bucks, or I don't mind it's a the, new game basically. Or the it's new, new Demon game. Souls. You know, you know when like I put Demon Souls on my PS5, I was like, hot damn, this looks freaking good. You know what I mean? So I I'm fine with the brand new price tag, but if it's it's just a port, like come on, man. And they can't tell me that there isn't. Dozens of companies out there screaming to remaster their games. Like, how, how much mm. would a company like Blue Point give to remaster a Rockstar game? Biggest AAA of all mm. gaming at the moment, Rockstar titles. Anyone would give anything to remaster that. But no, they're going, they're probably giving it to like their B or their C That's team cool. because all their assets are focused on GTA 6, which is great, by the way. We want all their assets focused on GTA 6, but they've got enough money that they can. Oh, Give a company, a great yeah. company, the asset. You lag for a minute. Is that frozen? Yeah, sorry about oh, that. Oh, well. He's missed all that. We're, we're, we're going to play but, a new game. Guess what Figsy said? They announced this week um, some sales numbers. Sorry, Andy, can you get rid of the chat? Um, so they've announced that GTA Five have officially sold 185 million copies and Red Dead Redemption 2 sold 55 million, which... When you talk about those numbers, it's the same type of numbers that systems sell. So it's it's it, you're not talking about a video game anymore. You're talking about a game that sell has sold more copies than the PS4. Like it's absolutely oh. insane what this company's done. And it's amazing is um they made, that, they made fifty five million look like shit just because of the other one. So amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like don't underestimate fifty five million copies for Red Dead Redemption two. I think that's a bit obscure though, because you've got an extra generation where Grand Theft oh, Auto yeah. 5 is Dude. on the 360 and the PS3. Grand Theft Auto 5 is like a meme. It's been on every system. It'll I be on, that it'll be on PS7. That. It'll still be on. You'll still be able to buy that game. It's like Skyrim. I bought GTA five four times, I think. Good I'll point, Chaos. On the yeah, PS4, how many times have you bought it at full price? <laughs> so I bought, I bought, GT, I bought it on 360 when it came out. I bought it on the the Xbox One, the PS4, and now the Series X. So yeah, four times. And then I bought Red Dead on all three of the platinum forms it was on. I bought it full type, full price on PS3 when it came out. I bought the collector's mm-hmm. edition. I went and bought it on Steam at full price, you know, to play role play. Oh, oh, oh I forgot. I have it on Steam as well, so that's five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guilty as charged. Yeah, it's almost me. not a game anymore. It's like your um, 
the gamers, the, the casual gamers game, the people that don't know about video games. I want to play GTA because that's what everyone talks about. Fixy with that McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> you can actually hear my Wi-Fi in the background. There it is there. It's <laughs> awesome. So what are those uh, two big boxes you got behind you, Jay? You know me asking. Uh, I hear we're talking about... So, do I spoil it? Oh, is there like a special we're, thing? This we're talking fancy? about we're talking about oddities and lesser known games. Yeah, you got my attention. I, I, yeah. What are those? A while back, <laughs> they came out with a light gun series on PS4. Okay. So Voyage of the Dead came out as one. Cubis Quest came out as another. And the third one is a uh, deer hunting game, which I do not remember. Curious if anybody in the chat remembers what number three was. Do you mind showing that box again? I want to take a look yeah. at what the controller is. What kind of like controller system is it? Obviously, I like, think does it's it come with sensors or something. Or uh, oh, I don't even know. It's got a like light. Gun. They came as a, a light gun, and I think there's a small unit to go with it. It might, yeah. it might be it might be a gun that that the PS Move controller attached to. And you think it worked so, with the looks camera? Looks like a um, yeah, a Canadian release as well. The French on that. Okay, so yeah, I see with the camera attachment. Standing. That's yeah, interesting. There, there's a third one that had a regular physical release, so I don't have the third one with me. But that's I figured, cool. you know what? Try something different and. That's another facet of these collecting challenges. How do you guys feel about games that are digital with extra components? You got these two. Uh, was it Hot Wheels Unleashed that came out just recently? I think you bu you're buying just the tracks with a special car in there. That's interesting. Like, do they come with yeah. download codes or anything? Or yeah. you can buy the game physically? Came, came with a download code. So that's a strange gray area for me where i'm usually like totally against digital but if you're if it if there's like a cool peripheral or a cool piece and like it offers a really unique experience i think that's kind of cool i mean long term i don't like the idea of owning digital just because who knows if you'll have access to it but for instance like i have you know the hatsune miku controllers and like one of them, there's a physical game that I can play that one with. But the other controller I have, the, the game itself is just digital. But, uh, you know, I still wanted that controller and I still bought that because that experience is still really fun and unique and using that peripheral. So, like, I think that's cool. Like, I, I, I dig those things. I might pick something like that up. And I also just have a thing. I love like on games, man. I think they're so fun, dude. So. It, it's an underappreciated unit for sure, and I'm surprised nobody's really jumped on that these days. Yeah, I mean, the VR uh, offers like a lot of shooting experiences that I'd say kind of like are similar to that, but um, uh, there's no co-op. You know, it's all like solo stuff uh, with VR. Like, it's like, what do you? I've never, you can't, I've never seen any game that offers co-op in vr like we're like couch co-op how the hell would that work <laughs> do you, i don't even know like when you, you like to the system stuff in the same room oh my God. it's yeah. like it's like one just big ass helmet and you stick your head in together <laughs> and you move as one unit 
or some shit. Or actually, have you seen Pacific Rim? Like you have to like be on the robot together and something like that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it, it's not it's not perfect for that. But like, I don't see why they can't just use like the camera from the PS4 and just make games that work with the guns and the camera. You don't need the helmet. In theory, in my mind, I don't see why that's necessary. And then same thing with the um, the new controllers that they have. Um, they're all just sensors. There's no you don't even need a camera for the PS5 anymore. With the PSVR2, the headset plugs in with the cable, and then you just got the two wireless controllers, and they just work with sensors. That's cool. So why not make it so you can buy a couple sets of the controllers and just have games, gun games again? Like I don't, I don't, I don't see why that's not a thing. I would love. I mean, I would need. I would 100% on board of that. But I don't even know if you can buy the damn controllers by themselves yet. Can you even buy the? I don't think you can. I think you still have to buy the headset and the controllers to even get a pair of controllers. I don't think you can buy them by themselves. I haven't seen them. They haven't even set up a troubleshoot system yet to get repairs. I think they might be a little bit behind on the ball. Well, they, you know, it didn't sell as it was crazy as they wanted it to, which I think slowed it down. You know how Sony is. They stopped supporting stuff fast. Oh, it didn't make us a billion dollars in the first 24 hours? Cancel. <laughs> you know, they didn't put the... Yeah. So like even like the small things to me, I don't see why they didn't do like you, you can get the PlayStation 5 in like all these different colors. See all that? See all these cool colors? And then they have all these cool controllers. You can get them all in these cool colors. You know what color the VR2 comes in? Just white. white. That's it. That's it. Why? 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 Why can't I order a fucking black one from so yeah, like, why, why can't why I order a pink one or a light blue one? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, I would have two of them. I would probably have more than two of them. Like, they're not smart. I, they're not. Uh, and, like, you can, like... Uh, sorry, go ahead. You know, if we change the color of these things, right? Hmm? Holiday season 2024, Joe. They got to have new products every year. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't need... To... What drives me crazy too is like, what is with them making not enough stuff? Like, why do they make these damn Spider-Man plates that sell out in thirty seconds and you can't buy them anymore? Like, I think that's a sales technique. Because look at how well the PS Five sold because they didn't have enough of them, and suddenly fifty million. Make some more now, god damn it! I don't care. That's fine. Make more now. Why aren't there more Hogwarts controllers? Like, why? 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 Those things sold out in like two minutes. Why don't they like money? <laughs> just, it's not a good sales technique. It does. It is if if but if you as soon as you're selling out in two minutes, like the like VGP understands it. Like I feel like they are reprinting the games until the demand stops, and then they're like, we're not going to do this anymore. And like that's how all of these limited things, for the most part, should be. I think I, I and because it, it's just also like. It would stop some of the scalping if this that they would they would stop saying, well, this might be the only time we ever release these, because then that instantly becomes like number one scalped item across the board. If they said like, hey, we're going to release Spider-Man plates every three months until we, nobody wants them anymore, that would destroy the scalping. Like they could just be upfront about it, and people it, it, it would stop. Well, it wouldn't stop that. People would still do it because they're impatient. I mean, that's just how it is. I know people would still be like, I want it. I didn't get it. I'm buying it. I'm not waiting three months. Fine, whatever. Let those people do that. But sane people like me could just be like, oh, cool. I'll just wait three months and I'll get mine then. 
Not a look problem. at um Nintendo's business model. Um, some of their things they constantly reprint. Um, perfect example is the Animal Crossing Switch. Oh it, yeah, it went on eBay for twice its price. So what did Nintendo do? We're, don't worry, guys, we're going to be printing this out soon, and then they put out another one, and then that one went on eBay for a crazy price. So they did it again, and mm-hmm. you can still buy that system for the price it was sold at. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo aren't sitting in their warehouse with thousands of them because they gave to the demand and they just kept reprinting them as needed. Why don't Sony do this? It doesn't make any sense. Like they got a very similar business model to Nintendo, but obviously Nintendo have been doing it for a long time. And you know, there's a reason that the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is still $79 in shops because when they sell enough copies, they just reprint more. And you know, it's a constant cycle. I think part of the problem you have, though, is they, Sony wants to take advantage of the demand, so they say, I'll sell it myself and not have to lose any profit to other companies selling it. When they realize VR2 isn't going to sell as well as they think, now it's finally hitting store shelves. That's fair. Yeah, but they every time one of these, say, Hogwarts controllers sell on eBay, that's money that Sony aren't getting. And like they would be aware of that. No reason they can't print more. I I absolutely agree on that point alone. But sitting on like VR twos or things that only they were selling, I'd love a VR two. I wasn't gonna pay five fifty for it. I don't blame you. And then you got the P- the new pro unit coming down the road. It's like Ben, you could be dropping six seven hundred bucks on a regular basis. Yeah. Um. It's a lot. It's a big ask, and I, I don't know. I just they're not they're not consumer friendly. I guess. I mean, we all just have to accept the reality of that. That's not what it's about. And I think that honestly, COVID screwed up every company in the world, and they're all still struggling to like get things on on track. Like you know, for 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 as well as uh, PS Five sold, you know, it would have been much better if it hadn't been all the shortages and all the crap they had to deal with. Like. So maybe that extra demand because you couldn't get one and the hype was good. But I think that's like stunted unit sales big time. Um, well, they know, reprinted was... PS4s because they couldn't keep up with the demand. So I think they did mm. an extra 10 million PS4s. Mm-hmm. And because the PS, it's backwards compatible, so many people who own PS4s have no incentive to upgrade. Why, why would you win your favorite actually, game? Coming they're, out actually, the they're actually still printing PS4s because I saw a couple of PS4s at Walmart the other day. There you go. So, like, what's the goal? Are they just trying to beat the record of the highest number of sales by a system? You know, you'd think that when you make a new system, you're all in on that new system. You're not making the old ones anymore. Goes back again, though. I mean, PS4 games, if they play on 4 and 5, we might as well keep the 4s going to play the new stuff. Yeah, everybody knows the blue is cooler than the white. It just is. What are they thinking? I don't like the white. I'm like, I'm like, what is this Apple? I don't. I don't like the. I don't like it. Like I, the first thing I did when I got my PS5 is I ordered the black plates, which is what I have on it. That was immediately like number one, because guess what my PS4 is is black, and guess what my PS3 was? It was black, and guess what all my everything is black, and then I had this goddamn white tank. On my on my thing, I hated it. I hated it so much. I do like it. It looks good with the other colors, but I just, ugh, I don't know. 
But you still have to deal with the white, the the white cases, though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I right. don't dig them. I think that's. I don't think they put much forward into the case design because they're still using the blue cases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they used white cases as well? That would look kind of cool, right? Like the old Gran Turismo four case or something. That would look cool. Hey guys, we are almost um, 50 minutes in. I think it's time to play Figsy's Quiz. Oh, shoot. Let's do it. I'm feeling all right about this, auto. I've done okay. I've done all right. Yeah, Jay, you've been on winning form lately. Oh, let me make sure I don't cheat. Hold on. Seeking and doing all right. Jay, have you ever competed in the quiz before? (laughs) I can't remember. I don't don't think I have. Looking back, I think your episode was the final episode before we started Figsy's Quiz. So, um... (laughs) Yeah, let's get into it. Chaos, you've been on the quiz a couple of times. I have not. You, we didn't do the quiz the week I had on my episode. Oh, you missed week 50 as well. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, Jay, you got advantage tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we get a volunteer on someone who would like to go first? I don't volunteer for things I don't know what I'm doing. I'll go first. I'll go right. first. Yeah, Jay, um, Jay, Jay's going to go first, guys. So the way this is going to work is each question you get right will be worth one point. Joe's going to go first. If Joe gets the question wrong, it'll go to Jay, and Joe will have the chance to steal for a point. Jay, if you then get the question wrong, it'll go to Chaos, and Chaos will get the chance to steal for a point, and so on. There's going to be 12 questions, so four questions each, uh, but you can obviously steal points as well. We do have a tiebreaker if there is a tie. And then after the quiz, we do have a question for chat. So you guys in chat get your own question as well. Thanks again to Pavel and Sylvan for doing the questions for the quiz. And let's get into it with question number one for Joe. Let's do it. Question one. I love the Ninja Turtles. What color headbands do they the Ninja Turtles have on the POW NES color? Was it multiple colors? Blue? Green? Or red? I do believe they all have red headbands. The correct answer was red headband. Joe takes the first point. I like Ninja Turtles. That was a good one. I'm glad I went first. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just getting my school card up here. All right, question two. Jay, this one's for you. The red Atari Lynx console is a limited edition of what brand? Is it Ferrari, Coca-Cola, Malbro, or McDonald's? Jay? It sure looks nice. I'll say that's McDonald's. Incorrect. Chaos? Uh, I don't know. Ferrari. Incorrect, Joe. You have a chance of a 50-50. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll be shocked if it was Marlboro. That was freaking... But what what year did this come out? I mean, it might be. Uh, they were probably going out of business. They were desperate. You know, they probably took ads from, you know, whoever, whenever it gave them to them. I'm going to say Coca-Cola just because that would make more sense to me. The correct answer was... Get, the, get out of here! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> What the heck, man? <laughs> they say they advertise to kids. Here you go. Marlboro Adventure Team. Everyone's smoking Marlboro's Reds. Did you start on the Atari? <laughs> I'm glad I got that wrong just because I'm not a sicko. Come up with that. All right, question three. Chaos, this one's for you. Robin Williams named both of his children after video game characters. What video game character did he name his son after? 
Is it Streets of Rage, Final Fight, Street Fighter, or Golden Axe? Uh, um, I don't know, Golden Axe. Incorrect. Joe? Why is Robin Williams so damn cool? <laughs> He's playing a DS. That helps me not at all. Um, there's a lot of cool names in Street Fighter, so we'll go with that one. It wasn't Street Fighter, Jack. Come on, it's not, it's not <laughs> Guile what, R- Williams. That, no? that was my guess when I saw the question. <sighs> I'll just say Streets of Rage because I'm at a loss. So we were actually looking for Final Five. <laughs> we <laughs> suck, guys. <laughs> from the Final so at the end of round one, Jay and Chaos have yet to score, and Joe's got him out, got himself out to an early lead of one. Still anyone's Woo! game. Light All right, up. question number four. Joe, this one's for you. No goody. What console is this device for? Oh, dear Lord. That is an antenna to pick up, like, looks like literally TV, like UHF or something, or FM radio. I'm going to say it's for a handheld, because why the hell would you need that for a console? I mean, I guess, why would you want a radio on your home console? I don't know. Dear God. Is that a cartridge slot thing? It's massive. Dude, I don't know. Shoot, man. What the heck? Is this even real? Is this real life? Um, yeah, they come up with this stuff. <laughs> dude, I'm going to say it's for the Sega Genesis. Not the Genesis. Jay? You got some torturous questions here, Figsy. You need to bring on guys to talk about PlayStation 4 and come up with this stuff. I didn't. I didn't make up the questions. <laughs> this is this is intense. I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say GameCube. Wasn't GameCube chaos? I'm gonna say Game Boy. I'll say you last two were close because you said the first word right, but it was actually for the Game Gear. Mm. Wow! I knew it was yeah, Game Boy, Game Gear, Game Gear. See, I knew it was, I, I figured it would be for a handheld, but that cartridge slot, I don't know. It looks Sega to me. I should have put the two together. I'm kind of dumb. That was a tough Here. one. All right, question five. Chad, this one's for you. Because everybody knows the Game Gear screen was so good, you want to watch TV on that bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I'm going to show you an advertising poster, and you have to tell me which two words are missing. It's the same word. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, game game? It's not game. Chaos? Uh, I don't even have a clue. I don't know. Controller? Wasn't controller, Joe? I can think of a lot of inappropriate responses that would be hilarious, but it does say it's the original Dual Shock, so I'm just gonna say she wanted a shock. 
She got a shark. She got a sharker. It was close. I gave her a shocker. So the answer we were looking for was she wanted she a went, vibrator. She got a vibrator. <laughs> you know, see, all right, you know, I'm on the right track. And I, I, I should have gone with the inappropriate answers. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to give it away because I didn't give any hints to the other guys. I just, I also, I forgot that like old advertising actually used to be edgy and funny. Yeah, like, and like use the sex as the selling point and different things like that. Correct. That would not be. That would not be what the ad saying now. <laughs> it would be. She wanted a vibrator. She took him to court. Yeah. <laughs> and you, would have, you would have the first part of the ad, and then you'd have like that guy step in and push you aside, be like, "Whoa, bro, no, <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk like that, bro." How dare you? Anyway, all right. Moving on with question six, chaos. This one's for you. I'm showing you an advertisement of what movie, which was also the same name of a PS3 game. Is that what? like dollar store Arnold? Is that Arnold? <laughs> what is that? I'm confused. It, it looks like almost Arnold. Well, an adver- advertising poster for a movie. However, this also has a PS3 game under the same name. Huh. I don't know, 007, Squadron of Solace. wasn't 007, Joe. Fuck it, what decade did this movie come out, bro? <laughs> that haircut is, uh, yeah. she got a headband on? What is she wear? What is this? Is that Arnold or is that not Arnold? That's messing with me. Who is this guy? <laughs> what the hell is happening? I mean, why is he in a suit? What is this, dude? I'm a, if this is an Arnold movie, I don't know the name of. I'm gonna be pissed. Like, what is this? Who is this? Mm. All right, so it's a PS3 game. That's also a movie with the same name. And this is the movie. This is from the movie. This is a, a poster from the movie. All right, let me ask you: so Is the game and the movie actually related? Or they just happen to have. Yeah, the I'm same pretty sure game? it's the exact same thing. Okay. All right. I'm just like, is it like some goofy shit? Like it's the saboteur or something and they have nothing to do with each other. I'm just like, uh, all right. You know what? Uh, I'm going to say. And that is Arnie. It is Arnie. It is. Oh man. I can't believe I don't know this then. I thought I'd seen all his movies. This is like. You've probably seen it too. I'm sure I have. (laughs) I can't think of it. I don't know the, I don't know the lady. Uh, I don't know. Fucking cobra. <laughs> it's not, dude. Not know. cobra, Jay. You know Damn it. Thing? You threw the word movie in here and I immediately checked out there for a second. I'll, I'll just because he <laughs> says it's Arnold, I'll say Terminator. Wasn't Terminator. So we were looking for the movie was Conan the Barbarian, but we were looking for Conan, which is a PS3 game. Why is he in a suit? What that the, was the advertising poster? <laughs> what? How, that was the ad for Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Where, where, did, where did this ad appear? This is—I call some shenanigans, dude. That All right. Conan ad. <laughs> this right. Is where is the tree of water? We get a score update. So Jay and Chaos are still yet to come on the board. And shenanigans. Is it still right? Nobody else is scoring, right? Is it still? We got. We're crushing it. 
How <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Conan? I love Conan. I am so mad right now. Of course I see Conan. You have to take this one up with Pavel after the show. <laughs> Why would you put Conan in a fucking bow tie, man? Like, what are you trying? What is this? What is this? this is All right, Joe, I'm going to show you a screenshot. You have to tell me what video game this is from. Probably. That's probably Conan, for God's sakes. Um, wow, that is terrible. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like a bad Tony Vicetti. Uh, I'm going to say that's Grand Theft Auto Vice City stories for the PSP. Oh, good answer, but it was though. Jay? Not even a clue. Okay. I'm not even a guess. Chaos? Driver 3? That game was Driver 3. <laughs> Chaos coming in. Nice, what? brother. Nicely done. I played this deck so much when it first came out. That's why I didn't do that. GG's, because I had no idea just looking at the screenshot. All right, question eight. Jay, this one's for you. What's the game title of this Game Boy game? Oh, I should know this. I don't have any. I don't have an answer. I've actually seen this, so. Hand it over to Chaos for the steal. I don't have a clue. Are you good at gas or no? No, because I don't even. I wouldn't even know where to start with this one. I'll hand it over to Joe for the steal. What is it, Joe? I don't know. That guy kind of looks like a Dragon Quest character to me on the right, but I have no idea. I'm going to say Dragon Quest Monsters. So the correct answer was Kid Icarus. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question nine. Chaos, this one's for you. So I'm chasing what character is hidden in this collector's edition. Fall Fallout. What was the question again? So what character is hidden in this collector's edition? Shoot. Uh... Hand this one over to Joe. Yeah, I don't know. Joe, what's the character missing in this collector's edition? I legit have no clue, dude. Um, he looks like he's in a cool pose, though. I like his cool dagger. I like his shoes too. Looks like old timey kind of. Those TVs look old. What is it like from Mafia or something? I have no idea. Um. It looks like a gangster to me. So I don't know. I'll say Al Capone. Not Al Capone. Do you know this one, Joe? Did you say Joe or Jay? Jay. I don't know his name, but if I had to guess, it's uh, 
the 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 guy from Bioshock. It's not the guy from Bioshock, and I'm sure every single one of you know this. It's the Joker. Ah, oh, so that was what oh. I was gonna say. That was my first thought because uh, of his shoes. But I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was like Scarface or something. He kind of looked like a gangster to me, but that still makes sense. Oh, that was a really iconic collector's edition, too. Hmm. I had that one, but um, yeah, surprised he's going to move on to the final round. But a quick score update before that. So moving into the final round, Jay Stick. Uh, I'm glad he cut out there because I, uh, <laughs> I don't need to hear the whole thing. Chaos and Joe both on one. <laughs> All right, moving on to question 10. Joe, this one's for you. So I'm going to show you two photos. You have to tell me the PS3 game from these photos. This is for Jay, right? This is for you, Joe. Oh, this is for me? Yeah. So, uh, binary domain? Correct answer was binary domain. Nice. All right, Jay. I'm going to show you two photos of a PS1 game. You have to tell me the PS1 title. Azure Dreams? Oh, nailed it. I thought that one was tough. That's really good, dude. I was like, blue. No, I had no idea what the blue was. A good ah, It's the only title that came to me <laughs> with the dream, so that was a fortunate guess. All right, final questions for Chaos. Chaos, I'm going to show you um, just four pictures, and you have to tell me the video game series. Pro Evolution Soccer. Not Pro Evolution Soccer, Joe. It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Joe takes another point, and Joe takes this week's quiz. Congratulations, Joe. And thanks, everyone, for playing. (laughs) Those were some doozies you guys got there, that's for sure. That was probably one of the toughest quizzes that we've done but um yeah you guys all got some points at the end so it was good but before we end the um quiz segment we've got one question for you guys in chat uh it's also open to you guys as well and the way this will work is this is going to be another name out the game from the pitches but this will be a little bit tougher so you guys can all help each other out and chat if you guys know it as well feel free to um feel free to guess Hmm. You guys got any of the words? Was this a game or a series? It's a game. Four word game. Ah. <sighs> I don't know what the second dude is. Is he a wrestler? Why is he so angry? I don't know. And that last one, is it just like an arrow or sign? 
Monster Redneck Hunters visit method. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was thinking like Monster Hunter something. I'm in the monster world, but I almost want to go like Monster Rancher or something like that. Yeah, I'll just you guys know, I got this one in about 30 seconds, so no pressure or anything. All right, whatever. So it's probably freaking some FIFA game or GeoGuessr <laughs> or something. Uh... Yeah, it's open to chat as well, so if anyone knows it. I'm going to let chat down. I feel like I'm hung up on something that just isn't even close. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll let you guys know that you haven't got any of the words right at this point. Okay. So what's his name is Mike, that that monster. So if it's not monster, his name is Mike. The second dude, like I don't know what to make of this man. Is he a USC fighter? Is he a boxer? Who the hell is this guy? He needs to pull his pants up a little bit. Um what do you guys think the third one is? Is it punch or is it fruit or what do you think it is? I'm trying. If I could figure out what what are the, the last two mean? You got a correct like answer coming yeah. in from Jimmy today. Jimmy takes the oh, points this week. It is Mike Tyson's punch out. Congrats to Jimmy. Oh, okay, <laughs> that Very was a nice. tough one, guys. That's pretty good. So, who was this guy named Tyson? So I believe that's Tyson Fury, the okay. um, heavyweight champion at the moment. Okay, that makes sense. Very nice. And it was in and out the last time, not McDonald's. But that, I thought that was good. So thanks, Pavel and Silwood mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> and thanks for playing, guys. This is fun. I got Mike. Nice. Yeah, nicely done <laughs> to Jimmy and getting that. You got the punch too. Yeah. I I thought it was punch, but I'm like, could have been something else. Could have been drink. Could have been spiked. Could have been. For once you had Mike and punch, you would have been like Mike Tyson punches. Oh, Mike Tyson punches. <laughs> I, I would eventually got it, but I don't know, man. It takes me a minute. Now, last so, one. Jimmy, the way this is going to work is Pavel's actually keeping score, and we are going to keep score of chat. So um, that'll be a point for Jimmy on that one. Nice. That keeps you guys incentive to come back and catch the show live so you can get some points. Every every <laughs> uh, decade, we're going to do an award show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm giving away a game soon for... Um, quiz show so i'm happy to do it again <laughs> oh we gotta finish that quiz man yeah we're um just working on the grand final questions and then we'll get it all done and uploaded so a bit exciting. of work to do first that'd be exciting yeah i got some editing to do fun fun oh no i mean, what are you guys been playing at the moment joe um so i uh i so reggie caught me out on playing up not having played evil within two so i've got I was like, screw that. So I started playing those again. So I'm like halfway through Evil Within 1. Um, and then I'm going to play Evil Within 2 as soon as I'm done. I'm actually having a lot of fun with those. Games are hard as balls, man. Like, I forgot, like, how hard they are. It's like, yeah, like, two bullets the whole damn game, I feel like. It's so, and it's, like, so frustrating. Uh, so I've been playing that. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get the 1cc on Cotton Fantasy on the normal mode. And I've gotten to the last boss a couple of times. I haven't sealed the deal on that, but that's uh, that's been fun. I like that game a lot. Um, I did get Twisted Metal one and two. Uh, I'm sorry, well two and I'm sorry, Twisted Metal two and Twisted Metal Black on the PS5, and uh, I've been enjoying those quite a bit as well. And then um, 
don't know if you guys heard or saw or care, but uh, Quake 2 came out today on everything, remastered. And uh, it it has, like, the Quake 2 and Quake 64, the, that version. And it has, like, up to eight people multiplayer, I've been told. That's which cool. I haven't experienced, but I think you could play, like, mad multiplayer with it. So I don't know if it's just co-op multiplayer or if you can do, like, death matches and stuff. But I'm hoping you can do versus because... Back in the day, um, me and my friends, like, we used to have, like, LAN parties. I don't know if you guys have heard of these ancient rituals where we used to get together with, we'd all bring our desktops to my friend's house, and we'd all set it up in the basement and, you know, just sit there and stink up the house for, like, four days, <laughs> like, five, six of us, and we'd play Quake 2 all the time, dude, and we'd have railgun fights with just railgun matches and i'm telling you man that was some of the funnest times ever and like back in the day if you had a nice computer quake 2 looked like the best game in the world man it was so good looking at the time it like it blew me away how like fast and smooth it was and uh how like crazy the action was now it's like you know hilariously slow but at the time, it was just amazing. So I don't know. The amount of nostalgia I have for Quake 2 is insane. So I've been waiting for this to come out ever since they announced Quake 1, which that's been out for a while. So uh, I've been pretty pumped about that. So I'll probably be playing the crap out of Quake 2 for sure. On land parties, Joe, I guess I was so lucky to have a high school where um my mate's dad was the computer guy for our high school, and he was a gamer. Mm -hmm. So he set up the computer room, but every computer was hooked up on LAN and they all had Counter-Strike on them. So we had this like Counter-Strike. That's awesome. Club. At lunchtime, oh, wow. everyone would go to the computer room and there'd be like 40 of us all playing Counter-Strike all That's together. That's sick. Yeah, so like, much and fun. My, my memories of Counter-Strike don't even come close to like how good it was back in 2007, 2008. I played it. It's not the same. It's not the same of you're the last one alive and like you choke a kill or something, the whole room gets up and starts yelling at you and screaming, or you mm -hmm. pull off that clutch play and then you get up and start yelling. And it's, it was so good. <laughs> that, that's, that's one thing in general that I'll never recapture is the fun I used to have playing games with my friends. It's, I'll never be able to get five of my friends to hang out and play games for hours and hours this is impossible it would just never ever ever happen there'd be like three wives who'd be like well, the fact that new games aren't like that <laughs> you, you, yeah. if you brought all the computers together it's not the same experience because you're gonna have to play on the online mode anyway you may as well just yeah. be at home with your headset and you know exactly. your comfy chair and everything it's not the same true but like you said it's uh, it's a different experience when you're all in the room and you're all playing against each other and you're talking smack to each other and literally throwing stuff at each other. And, and the guy that you're following hitting, hitting, hitting his hand off the there. keyboard and literally <laughs> like physically like messing with each other. Like, oh man, some good time. The way we had it was like one side of the room would be the terrorists and the other side would be like the good guys. <laughs> so good, man. Like, oh, yeah. mm. I wish I could go back to 2008. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we used to do that a lot, and then uh, tons of Warcraft 3, uh, Frozen Throne. Ooh, boy, do we play a lot of Dota and a lot of that RTS, dude. We used to play that all the time. Such absurd me, amounts. For me, it was Halo land parties. Everyone would bring their Xboxes over. And That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was, I remember that was just the funnest, the funnest things. It would just be, what, four of us doing Xbox? And so we like, I think, we, I think we were able to link up 
four Xbox, I think it was. I forget how many, but I think it was around four or so. It was like 16 players. That's sick. How does that work with the TVs? Do you need multiple TVs? or? Yep. Yeah, you need multiple TVs. So everyone would bring over their TV, and we had a a four a four port switch we would play plug it all into. That's actually really rad. That sounds really fun. We're doing a um, LAN party for um, Andy's Bucks night. So if you guys are lucky, we might stream part of the night and show you guys what a LAN party <laughs> looks like in twenty twenty three. What the hell's a Bucks party for people not from the fucking? Yeah. Strangest part of like the world. An engagement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys call it. A, like a bachelor party? Is yeah, yeah married? Like a bachelor party. Okay, all right. So we got, well, I guess, yeah, that, that makes some sort of sense. It's just so funny because everything that you guys have is a funnier name for it. We all have the same things. It's just, it's called a, it's called a <laughs> Willy Wobbly. <laughs> it's called a Shuck Squaller. Yeah, we're going to have one of those. All right. Or I'm going to go to Macca's. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called Macca's. The sign says Macca's. It doesn't say McDonald's. It was funny. I picked that up. I don't know for my friend in high school. And I just say Macca's, and just, and everyone I, I say that to, you, what are you talking about? I love that. Come to Australia and you'll fit in, Kyle. I'm just going to Macca's. No worries, mate. <laughs> what have you been playing at the moment, Chaos? <clears throat> So uh, I've been playing a little bit of Grand Theft Auto and Final Fantasy 16. Ooh. I've got, yeah, I, I think I'm about like, like three hours in. I'm, I'm liking it. And one of these days I want to get to playing this at some point. So good, man. So good. But you got to put 200 hours aside for it, you know. It's not a five-minute game. I got as far as is putting in my Switch, and that's as far as I've gotten so far. <laughs> What about you, Jay? What have you been into at the moment, man? I tried to get into Forspoken, but I realized Square Enix just didn't really commit to what they wanted to do with that game. Maybe they decided they wanted a little Elden Ring, Dark Souls, but then they thought, yeah, maybe a, a shmup-style, repetitive figure the patterns and shoot them down would work, and didn't didn't hold my attention. So I've moved on to Gotham Knights at this point. Hmm. Found a nice chance to... Snake good Facebook Facebook marketplace deal where pick up a few games cheap and just see what what sticks and Gotham Knights isn't half bad at the moment. Nice. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. PS3 Arkham game, so I do have to give that one a go at some point. Yeah, I try to buy most of my PS5 games that I want to play used. Uh, like you know, like new condition. That's what that's what I go for for most of my copies. So like those sixty, seventy dollar games, I'm shooting to get them for like thirty, thirty five, hopefully something like that. Or twenty. But uh, I'll take I'll take cheaper if I can get them. I'm happy to get them if, if they're in good shape, relatively new, thirty dollars. I'm I'm happy. But like yeah, I've been th- I've been meaning I've been putting off some. I want I really want the new Dead Space. I have really want it. I've been putting that off for a while, and I think I could probably find that cheaper, a decent enough price. And I still haven't played the new Harry Potter Hogwarts. Got to get that, dude. Got the Harry Potter. I got to play my wizard game. It's fun, man. Yeah, it's a good yeah. game. Yeah, I, I just know that I'll be able game. to find that. That'll be, that'll be everywhere. <laughs> there's no way there's not a billion trillion of those things waiting. Yeah, there. you'll find it for ten bucks, and I you'll find the PS4 copy Or just wait for for Black Friday. It'll probably be on sale for twenty five, thirty bucks. I'm hoping there's some good uh, some good sales this year on PS4 stuff. They're trying to clear it out. That'd be nice. Some decent sales on PS5 stuff right now. All the controllers are fifty bucks. 
that's kind of nice. Thinking about just picking up a few extras. Um, Biggest down, downfall, though, you buy too many used games, then you think, hey, I wonder if I just start collecting them, what'll happen? <laughs> I can go for a full set, I'm halfway there. <laughs> Mario said he's been playing um, Crash Team Rumble all day. It looks really fun, too. And it was released at half price, which is really cool. So is that like a Smash type game? Yeah, but with Crash Bandicoot characters and stuff. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I like those styles of games. I think it's online too. I'm pretty sure it's an online only game, but it looks fun. I mentioned on Sunday that I was going to get back into Red Dead. I've probably played like five hours since then, but um, I've been grinding Geogaster all week to the point that I ranked up yesterday from Gold to Master Division for the first time, which is pretty hard. <laughs> Australia last night and um I tweeted that I'd ranked up and the actual um the GeoGuessr Twitter account replied to me, so that was pretty cool. So I'm committed to um keep grinding out GeoGuessr. If you want to see some gameplay, I'm gonna try and stream some more tonight. So um stay tuned for that. It's <laughs> pretty sick, man. Have you given up on Rust? Yeah, Rust took over my life. So um <laughs> I had to stop playing Rust because I put in over two hundred hours in a month. I got a very addictive personality, so I never played WoW because I know what I'm like. I never got into RuneScape because I know what I'm like. Game like Rust, like I just realized that to get good at this game, you just got to keep playing it. You, you can't stop. So, yeah. Starting to affect my life, I had to stop playing it. And I'm back mm-hmm. to games that I only have to play one or two hours a day to get the full experience. <laughs> I remember when I worked, he used to work night shift. I would play, I think I would put 200 hours a month on Grand Theft Auto Online. And I did that for three months straight, and I and I, I, I occasionally play it now, but but the, those three months just burned me out completely on that game for the most part. Yeah, I have to make it a point that uh, I don't play games that have no ending. That's not that can't be a thing. So it has to be like a game I can jump in and jump out of, like a match based game. You know what I mean? I, I'm not talking like you know Overwatch or Shmups or something. Like I don't; those are fine. But like wow, or like you said, like any of these games that are like timed content releases. Here's seasonal content. Here's this thing. Here's the new this. Here's the new patch. The never-ending wheel of uh, stuff to do. This new event. I can't. Uh, I can't be involved in those anymore. Wow, wow destroyed me for years. Like I was so addicted to wow, and like you get so much. Uh, oh, what's 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 the word? I can't even. Uh, well, you're just over-invested in something. Uh, sunk cost is what it is. Like, after a while, like, with WoW, it's like, I'm like, can I stop playing this? I got every goddamn mount. I got every cool title. I got all the, I put all this time into this thing. And just walking away from it is hard because you're like, well, that makes all that time you put in pointless. I've never yeah. played WoW. So it's tough. That's where the, the time sunk thing gets to be yeah. a problem with games like that it's like with with rust for like you know what i mean like i'm sure it's like you have this insane base and it's like at some point you're like you guys gotta walk away and let people destroy this base and it's hard well, to do i'm sure if you're like crazy really is the way um people gauge like okay PUBG, for example the way you gauge yourself as a player is you, you, you advertise your stats i got a 4kd blah 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 in rust people say i i I've got 3,000 hours playtime. I've got 2,000 hours playtime. So in Rust, it's almost like an encouragement to get your playtime up. It's such a toxic, toxic community. Dude, my my old guild leader used to 
hang out in Orgrimmar in the main city and just AFK like all day long just to have his playtime be like absurd. And so like <laughs> me and my friend like leveled alliance characters like rogues specifically so he could sneak into the city and murder him. We named our characters like after him. But like funny versions of us like owning him. I don't want to like say his name, but like his our names were versions of his name, and so uh, it was hilarious because he's like, "Who the hell is doing this? I know it's somebody. I know it's one of you guys. I know it's somebody I know. Who's doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> it so much fun, dude. That's dedication, though. Leveling a character to max level just to troll your friends. That's that's the good stuff. That's what that's what gaming. That's really when you about. know you played a game for too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. When your Smurf account becomes like one of the best accounts in the game. <laughs> oh, well, it wasn't like that. That account was terrible, but it's pretty easy to kill someone who's AFK. So it worked out. I know friends <laughs> that play games that hard that their Smurf accounts turn into like. I now have two mm-hmm. accounts that I have to like control and equally like. Yeah. Well, that would happen. Like, if you're really into PvP and WoW, like, the racials would be, like, flavor of the month. So you would have to have characters from, like, different whatever. If you wanted to be serious, it was just like, you know, if you were a human, you would win more than if you were a dwarf or whatever. So you had to, like, whatever was the most powerful you did to roll a character to do that. Count um, abusing's like, serious. I, I've talked about this mobile game I used to play for like six years to spend money on. I had I had like 90 accounts on this game. And like your teams would have a maximum of 60 players. I'd have my own team, full stacked of every single account was me. And like I'd go up against and fight my team and like push my team to spend more money and they wouldn't know it's just my mini accounts <laughs> that they're fighting. <laughs> Artificially like inflate our points for the weekend and things like that. And I wasn't the only one doing it. It was multiple teams out there that were like a whole team was controlled by one player it was an it was an addiction that i'm glad i got rid of (laughs) yeah but that's that's what i mean though like after a while you just have to walk away and it is what it is i don't i don't regret it though because i had tons of fun memories and like um wow was always about the people you played with and the fun you had like you had i had as much fun on the nights we died all night as when we would win like you know, some of the some of the the deaths were hilarious. Like just so funny, dude. You know what I mean? Like, like you're like, don't run to the right, and the guy goes and kills everybody, and it's just like you're like, dude, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's but it's also hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, um... hey guys, let's get into some show and tell. All right. So we like to um, show you guys some cool stuff from our collection every week, and we call that section show and tell. <laughs> so let's get into it. What do you got first this week, Jack? So I don't have a lot. Um, are we are we doing a show Saturday? Are we doing a show Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, I have a ton of stuff supposedly that I'm supposed to come tomorrow, so I'll have some cooler stuff then. But I have two kind of neat things um, that I, I wanted. Like I said, so for my PS4 collection, collecting, it's getting to the point where it's pretty targeted. Like I'm not picking up just a bunch of cheap random stuff unless it's like stuff that I've wanted for a while. That's finally cheap. Like I said, like that Abzu game I got recently, like I've wanted that forever. I just finally got it cheap, but uh, I wanted this one. And uh, this is the Asian English pad upon yeah. release. 
So I don't I don't believe this got released uh, in other regions with English. I think this is the only version that it came out with. And uh, I just like these games. I have them on PSP as well. But like I said, I like stuff that interests me. I think it's cool. I think it's unique. So it's very similarly to why I wanted the um, Space for the Unbound from Asia. I just like having these little cool releases that only got released in certain regions. And I like Patapon. You like Patapon? It's fun. Stupid, mindless fun. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I there's two of them on PSP, right? Yeah, there's three of them. One. Oh, great. I like them. And there might be more, but I know for I know there's at least three. But I just love rhythm games. I love music games. So that's also my other kick. Is like you know, like I said, I kind of get obsessed with certain things, might in sub genres or whatever. So I'm trying to get all the rhythm games on PS4. Besides Rock Band, because I don't know if I want to buy all that shit. <laughs> Is that from Play Asia, Joe? I did get this from Play Asia, yes. It's got the Play Asia sticker on the front. It's got a sticker? Yeah, so that's a sticker on the front, not a rating. That's from Play Asia. The official product thingy? Yeah. It may be right. under the seal, but it's definitely it's a sticker. Because I used to right. think they were variants, and I bought two copies of Lost in the Rain to realize that it was a, just a sticker. And it was a $400 gotcha. purchase. <laughs> wow. I was able to sell it for what I paid for it. But still, I felt pretty silly. I'm sharing off this variant and someone's like, you know, that's only a sticker, right? <laughs> oh, let me I forgot to do this too. And then, um, so I got one other pickup. But to me, this is a really good one because I've been waiting for this for a really long time. And uh, I do think it'll be quite collectible down the road. This is a Switch game though. Gun Lord X. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but uh, this company, NG Dev, uh, uh, there we go. They uh, they only sell their games through their website, so they don't get like standard retail releases, and uh, they usually sell out really quick, and they're for the most part pretty valuable. So this was actually uh, a reprint of this that they did. Um, and so I get, got in on that and it, it just came in, but it's, uh, it's basically, uh, like a love letter to Turrican. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Turrican or super Turrican, mega Turrican, all those games. Yeah. It's pretty much that, but it's like their take on it. Um, but this company is awesome. Uh, their games are really solid. And if you collect switch stuff, they're freaking valuable. Like this one is probably going to be worth a lot. Uh, their other game, Razion X, is the other one. It's like a shmup. It's very, very expensive. So, yeah, just cool. Very happy to have it in my collection. And that's uh, those are my two things I got this week. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Do you think Switch games are going to match PS4 in terms of size because of situations just like that? Depends when Nintendo put their new system out. If they hold off for three or four years, then the Switch will overtake the PS4. But if we get a Switch 2 or... It depends on what... They can make a Switch Pro and keep the Switch, but if they're going to go the new road of a new system, then... Yeah, it's, I, I'd wait and see what Nintendo do first before we comment on that. But at the moment, the Switch has sold, I believe, over 130 or 140 million units, and it doesn't show any signs of slowing down. Um, yeah, the, the rumors are they're going to announce their new console at the end of the year. And 
the rumors. Let me just keep putting that. I'm not having actual information. <laughs> but supposedly that's going to come out next year, like towards uh, quarter three or quarter four. That's that's the rumor. Um, if it's backwards compatible, and they still release, they do like a price reduction on switches. I could see the switch selling a lot more and being supported for a lot more long long time. But I think they need that price drop. Like if they if, if they start selling OLEDs for like two fifty and the regular models for like one seventy five something like that, I don't know if they if they do a price drop on the regular switch, I think they'll sell a lot more of them and it'll it'll last a lot longer. But if they just move on to the new system, they stop making the carts. Who knows? I don't think it'll go too long. It's all about the carts, man, because Nintendo definitely control that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't see like a lot of companies making their own cards or anything like that. So, no. Man, who knows what they're going to do with the new system? It could be the same carts used. And like, this conversation is irrelevant because it's backwards compatible and blah, blah, blah. And they're still making Switch games. Or <laughs> it could be we're using discs now, or we're going to use a different size card. Or, mm-hmm. imagine or if the Switch no- 2 or whatever it's called isn't backwards compatible, then. Why would people keep buying Switch games? And- what if it's all digital and it just has a slot so you can play your Switch games? <laughs> Who knows? And then I we could know. also like get a Switch Pro where it's just a new Switch. That's like not the screen updating, but the graphics. I mean, the performance updates. Well, that's what I think. I've always said they should just call it the Super Nintendo Switch. And that's cool. And that would be... <laughs> That would be and just go with that same marketing from the Nintendo. Make it Super like the Nintendo. gray from the Super Nintendo. Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And maybe an addition that looks like that. You know, they could still have their regular one or whatever. But yeah, I think that's all they should do is make a really souped up version of that. But you know that they want to sell you new Joy-Cons and they want to sell you new switch controllers and they want to sell you so they're gonna make it so you know, you got to put a gyroscope in your butt to play the games because that's just what they do. They're going to make it so they, on purpose, there's some quirky thing that makes the new console unique in some way. It'll be like, you know, you know, there's three thumbsticks. You know, it's going to be some stupid ass thing. And like, it'll like, you'll all, you'll have to like, get a new switch to enjoy those ex- unique experiences is you, you're right though about. because that's what they do like look at the wii u it's not it, the wii u wasn't an upgraded wii even though that's what the average like person thought it was just an upgraded wii and that's probably why it didn't do so well so let's hope they've learned from the past i actually bought a new game this week i haven't been picking many games up but um this was 995 and i'm a big skating fan so i'm gonna give it a go got a weird rating too this is actually printed on it and it's just got the square g i've never seen that before what i point that out but i put out some really cool collector's editions this week to show off some of my favorite from the ps3 uh so here we have fallout 3 and this is actually a lunchbox so it's a metal lunchbox like you can use it as a lunchbox if you want to (laughs) really really cool collector's edition uh, it comes with a bobblehead, the making of Fallout 3, as well as an art book. Is there like a slipcover on it? Yeah, it's got a slipcover on the lunchbox. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> that's man. cool. Because I'm like looking at it, I'm like, is, did you buy a box protector for your lunchbox and cut the top <laughs> off or something? What the hell's going on with that? It's pretty hard to find, too. The, that mm. And then the next one, equally one of my favorites, it's for Metal Gear Solid 4. 
Now, you guys didn't get this one in America. Um, America, Japan, and Power all have different limited editions. I bought all three of them, um, but definitely the Power one's the best. It comes with the um, solid snake yeah, statue. So this is why you know all the questions about the damn limited editions. <laughs> you, you heard them all. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like a poor man. I don't, I'm like, I avoid collector's editions. Because I could never afford it. also comes with a Blu-ray soundtrack and, of course, Metal Gear Solid 4. But, yeah, absolutely love this limited edition. It's amazing. It is awesome. I'm not sure. The, um, the North American and the Japanese ones off, so. <laughs> what do you got first, Jack? Well, we'll start off exciting. I bought a nice big white box. Oh, my goodness. More. Dude, I have one just like it? that. It's actually. awesome. SNK heroines though. Ooh. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> fun thing, fun thing about SNK heroines is that it is the only version of the game you can get was the collector's edition. Same in the Power Region. It's the most expensive PS4 Power game. Yep. So not, not having that come out by disc only and having to buy the collector's edition, I think that's going to be a a title that many people end up chasing at the end just for that reason. Just so to add to that, no standard you can still release. Buy it from the website, brand new. So don't be paying like the game selling on eBay for five hundred bucks, where you can buy the collector's edition for like one fifty from. Did SMB. they? Is that PAL specific or is that North American specific? I know for a fact the PAL one's still up because I was looking at it like two weeks ago. I couldn't comment on the North American one. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. I I do ask because I have people looking for it. And I believe unless they reprinted it, they only had the one run. Okay. So that's just one thing that sort of jumped out. So that it, it that's the only physical release is just just in the collector's edition. Just in the collector's edition. I hate when that happens. There's like yep. a there's a there's a lenticular Resident Evil VR game that only got it released in like the PAL collector's edition. That I'm like, damn, I'm never getting this thing unless I buy like the whole thing with the house and the free. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. Entry points like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, to get the, <laughs> and I just want to. I just want the cool lenticular cool looking cover in the game. I don't care about any of the other stuff. It's terrible. I mean, you can understand why they do that because you have like your steelbook collectors who will buy the collector's edition and you, you, you know, your mm -hmm. lenticular collectors and your slipcover collectors. So if there's an, an audience to sell it, then they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. The second random fun thing I grabbed, not necessarily Ooh. chasing these out, but the GameStop exclusive covers, that does not come in well. Ooh, that's a glare and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, a deluxe edition. Mm -hmm. uh, GameStop's exclusive cover for that. Happened to find it on a Facebook uh, group here and purchased that without too much trouble and one of the few I had. That'd be uh, in the VR set as well, Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely in the VR. Mm -hmm. Final fun one we'll throw in. Do you guys want to go to Mexico, Canada, or Asia? Mexico! That's where I'm going. All right. <laughs> we'll go for the uh, Unravel Yarny bundle here. I love that game. Yeah. That's a really good game. Released in Mexico. This is the Unravel Yarny bundle with Unravel 1 and 2. Um, That's one of the few ESRB games from outside the region. And definitely something that worth keeping an eye on uh, i know a lot of us were chasing the uh everybody dance two and three when we realized those were out there in the ps3 <laughs> world 
I, is uh, El Chavo still up there too, Figsy? Or is yeah, that one come down a little bit. Possible to find, or any, you know, it's only coming out of Mexico and Brazil copies, so it's still an expensive game. Yeah, so just a couple uh, world travel games, and I, I, I guess we'll throw one more for the group just because mm-hmm. it is a wonderful share some fun oddities. Mm-hmm. Demo Reborn. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, that's Where a great that game. Beater, we're, we're, we're traveling Asia for this one. It's actually an ESRB title. However, look at the back here. Yeah. Apologies region, for the glare. Yeah. Region Region 3. Yeah, it's a very weird one. It's weird that it's got the ES, ESRB on the front. Because I got the Vita yeah. copy and it's just Region 3. And it's got the Region 3 rating on the front. You want to see yeah. something cool? I got the... Hold on. I, I do like cool. And it's fun just to share those little tidbits oh. with everybody as things to keep an eye out that you won't find on the markets unless somebody just goes, look at my new toy. That demo game got this. Oh, you got the premium. Alternate premium edition <clears throat> cover. Apparently. That's the one I have. Yeah, this one was released through Play Asia only, I guess. And uh, oh, I got mine off Amazon. Like, the way I got this was super ago. cool, actually. So I made that VR video with Figsy, and I said in the video, like, I've been looking for this. And like some dude literally just messaged me on Twitter and was like, "Hey, I saw one of those on Mercari," and I was like, "Really?" When I found it, I bought it. I was like, "Thank you." I was like, "Some just random dude." I was like, "I saw your PSVR video, and I knew you were looking for this, and I saw one on Mercari." Dude, I got this for like forty bucks. That's excellent. And it's sealed. The seal—it's a little crinkly looking. You see, like the seal, like that's like a little. But it—it's sealed, and the the actual game, you know, the artwork is it raising free as well. Uh yeah. Okay. Interesting yeah. that they've done that. It's like a cross between region one and three. The, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. The premium was like an extra five or six songs in the game. Uh yes, it comes with an extra few songs. I don't know if they're on the disc or if it's a code, but yeah, there's just a couple extra. It says uh, includes the download code for the classic song pack season pass. So it's just an extra code. Um, but uh. You know, it's all about the variant cover with the sticker dudes. Oh, absolutely. Just, I would have jumped on that one, too. Oh, it's just never. I didn't think I would get it. And it was a U.S. seller, like random as hell, man. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You got anything else for us, Jim? We'll throw one more out there for you guys. We, I guess we'll just complete the world travel. So I'm sure you guys are aware of some of the Canadian exclusives that came out from UIG. We've talked about Joe's Diner, Pineview Drive. Mm-hmm. Those are the easy ones, right? Around yeah, here, well. we get we get the farming simulator, or, or sorry, professional farmer. But do you guys know there's actually like a half a dozen titles from these guys? Yep. Do I want to know? Professional Construction Simulator. Professional Construction, the simulation. Yep, Firefighters, the simulation. Do you have the Forestry Simulator? Forestry (laughs) Simulation. (laughs) There's another Firefighter in Airports. I got that one. Wait a minute. The Canadian Forestry (laughs) Simulator? I mean, they've literally been burning down the forest in Canada for like the last... Yep, (laughs) and Transport Giant. That one looks fun. Mine's a German release. Those look yeah. like some quality titles, friend. Oh, 
That looks like a heap of fun. I could see myself <laughs> putting on a pair of overalls and some some flannels and playing Forestry 2017. That sounds like a good time. They they went crazy for about two years, and I think they went completely silent after that because you don't hear anything about stuff beyond was it Goat Simulator? Well, I should say that it's Power Washing Simulator now from Square Enix. I'll I'll agree to disagree. In Germany, they seem to be pumping out those releases. This really more than I can count. In Germany, they're really popular. That's different though. Like farming simulator is huge over there, and and then they have like double packs and triple packs with them all. There's a firefighter like quadruple pack over there. There's also um, road maintenance simulator, autobahn police simulator. um, I think on patrol simulator. Those are all from Aerosoft though. Goat Simulator is amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't played Goat Simulator, it's like Tony Hawk on steroids. <laughs> Does it go well with Bee Simulator? I haven't played Bee Simulator. I have not played it. I have I'm a bumblebee, and I'm going to sting you. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> As I drop everything. Dude, uh, Goat Simulator, correct me if I'm wrong, right? There isn't a two, right? Like there's no, Goat there's Simulator. Three Goat Simulators. Out there. I know there's Goat Simulator and Goat Simulator Three, but oh, I don't think Two right. exists, does it? Like I think they trolled everybody, right? I don't. I'm in my wrong. So maybe, maybe I only I have two Platinums on the entire time of the PlayStation. The ones I have are for these two games. I always nice. play. I play. I play through these games at least once a year. So I think I play through these. The this one about ten times. This one about three or four times. And I'm now, now working on this one to get the platinum for that one. The PS3 nice. one, I, I could get, I think there's something wrong with PS3 because it freezes there in Billstown, but I have all the multiplayers for that one, so I could get a platinum for that. I like how, as you said, it freezes, you were frozen as well. <laughs> <laughs> really? Nice. <laughs> it worked out well. <laughs> and then I got the ones that Figs sent me. These are my recent, kind of recent pickups. You'd be the only person in America with America. a PS4 copy of AFL 23. I know. <laughs> and of course, Don Bratman's. The, I guess this. I guess this is a. I looked at. It, I think it was just a code that was different about this one. I believe. Not just the ANZ edition. Yeah, that's the ANZ edition. And then I don't know if you are interested in this. Oh man, <laughs> you son of a. Bastard. It's like one of the only ones I need. How dare you? How dare that you? actual game, if you didn't buy it, Chaos was going to go to Joe. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Now I remember. <laughs> I offered to kill someone for that game. And I got the... I actually have the World Cup edition of this one, but I wanted the, this, this particular cover. And... More Don Bradman's and the other two AFO games. So, and that's about all I have here. I'd love to see you try and play them. I actually have played the Fuji. I'd say those are like the I have. I have played this. Rarely see those because I bought this. I bought this usually on the Xbox. Is that cricket? Yeah. Yeah, I tried playing this. I got an interesting story about that game. So I lent that game to one of my buddies who's not a collector, but he's a gamer. And 
it was like six months that I hadn't got it back from my mom. I hit him up for it. He's like, yeah, I'm still playing it. I'm like, all right. And then he brought it back after like, no, he sold his PS4 and I, he sold his collection to me. And then when he did that, we checked out his um, stats on his PS4 and like the game time. He had over 500 hours in Don Bradford. <laughs> You can keep the game, man. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> We're also not playing multiplayer because it just absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> yeah, that's really what. That's why you're like, yeah, no, nah, I'm moving on from this one. <laughs> Had a couple of memes that have been um, sent in and discovered throughout the week. When you wake up before anyone else in the house and play video games alone for a few hours, I think Dude, this that's, is that is me every it. day. <laughs> This is me every morning. Like my my fa- I wake up at five in the morning, and like I go and get coffee and food, and I eat, and then from like six a.m. to like seven thirty, I game, and it's like the best time of my day every single day. It's so awesome, dude. No one, it's just like no one bother me. I don't have to worry about nothing. I'm no, I don't fall asleep. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but when I game in the evenings, I tend to just kind of like. Not off. It's like hard. Yeah, like I get tired, man. I finish all my work and then I make a coffee, and that's game time. And then I play until the energy of that coffee wears out. I like to have like an hour of YouTube before bed, so I'm not playing when I'm like really tired. But it's always evening gaming for me. Yeah, it's the day job, bro. Like when I'm done work, my head is just tired, bro. Yeah, my same here. Just, makes me think too damn much. Literally, all my job is is I have to think about stuff and fix problems. So it's like after like eight hours of that, sometimes I just like it's so hard to to do anything. Even gaming is like difficult. Like reading a book is impossible. I'm like, oh my god, can't do it. Fall asleep. It's terrible. Man. I'll use it almost like a reward system. Like I know how much work I want to get done each day, and mm-hmm. like if I haven't done that work, I won't play because i'll feel guilty so it's almost like i have to smash this out and then i can reward myself with some game time that's fair i need to get good about doing that (laughs) we got another one here rich people poor people people who lost the game but still say gg (laughs) (laughs) very nice male birth control is free it's called having two monitors and a light up keyboard (laughs) Arguing on the internet is literally turn-based combat. <laughs> <laughs> Except you never, you never level up, ever. Yeah, I was just gonna say you never win either because no. you know there's somebody's never gonna give up. Arguing on the internet is like literally pissing in your own face. That's it's about this productive. The last one here, guy on his new PC setup. Wow, nice setup. You must be a real pro gamer. I guess you can say that. Later on, he's playing solitaire. Guilty. <laughs> that's that's true in a lot of ways. It's like, uh, I, you know, how many people... I mean, I remember I built my... Back in the day, I like built my PC and I played Binding of Isaac. It's like a Flash game. You shoot poop monsters. <laughs> I'm like, yes, good thing I spent two grand on this. <laughs> hey, I, I had to ask because there was a question brought up in my Discord. Mm-hmm. What... Is a copy of Binding of Isaac on the Switch on the Vita worth? On the Vita? Yeah. Oh, I haven't checked the sold listings. People ask between like three to five grand for it, though, at least. 
There was a copy that popped up for free yesterday, and one of the members is talking about buying. And I thought that was a decent mm -hmm. price. So three seems yeah, like, that's that's probably where I'd expect it to be right now. Um, Radak one just said fifteen thousand, so I'd say three is a pretty good price. So. The, I, I have I'm, I'm truthfully haven't looked for like six months, so I can't I can't who knows, but like what the when when, when I was. Uh, I had a eBay following for it, which I had for a minute, and then I stopped that because that was uh, just like I'm like, I'm not buying this damn game. I don't know why I'm like, and you know, you know, in my mind, I'm like, it'll pop up someday for like a thousand bucks. Some jackass won't know what he's doing. It'll happen. No, it's not gonna happen. Oh, I'm still under the belief that it will get a retail release. It might be like, hey guys, we're gonna sell the copies on the website. You know, they'll sell it in. 30 seconds but i still believe Maybe. that will happen at some point it could it's very weird though because that version of the game is like not it's like two like it's rebirth i believe which is before afterbirth and before repentance which is the one that's out now so it's like a really old version of the game so that would be cool um because that's the thing like the the, the versions of that game are quite different from each other like they really are like rebirth is very different from afterbirth and afterbirth is very different from repentance so if you like are somebody who loved rebirth like that was where your that was your jam like you played isaac during that time like you might pay a lot to get that version preserved that way so i don't know i could see that happening uh, but uh i would love to have it but i'm not gonna i'm it's one of those things where it's already so unobtainable that I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah, if I get it, that'd be great. If not, no big deal. What drives the price of that one? It's never really got an actual release. Like, like the ones that have been like uh, for sale are like leaked copies or like promo copies or ones that went to like events or something like that. But like supposedly it got like an actual print run and it was supposed to come out with like a couple other Nicholas games, like a thousand one spikes, I think it was, and then the yeah, same as the PS4 version of that thousand yeah. one spikes game and um Revenge of the Bird King on the Vita is the same. There's there's three or four of those like mm -hmm. unreleased games that are out there now and they're all seem to be like paying what the market wants, you know. If it's five thousand mm dollars -hmm. today, it sells, if it's ten thousand dollars it sells and it's it's crazy, mm -hmm. but people are willing to invest in stuff that they feel that they can never get again, and I can understand that. I can't well, feel spend that much on it on one game though, ten thousand dollars. With the Vita too, I mean, I don't, I don't think they have more cards. Yeah, they ran out of cards, but these games are apparently done, and the developers have come out on Twitter and said we've got copies. They're going to be sold soon, and this is like three years ago, and nothing's happened since. So, ah, so the poop's on your problem. Exactly. Basically, you know. So, and I, I'm assuming what's happened is these developers haven't got much money. They're seeing these games go for $5,000, and they don't want to sell them. They want to work out a way that they can turn that money into profit because, you know. Or they're putting them, or they're, they're, they're drifting them on eBay. Well, that, that could be a thing, too. And we're never actually going to know if they are the ones selling them on eBay. Unless someone's doing the research and tracking every seller like someone was with um, Breach and Clear on the Vita. But, um, yeah, we're not going to be aware. And, you know, we're probably never going to know the answer. Like Poop Slinger, we're, we're never going to really know 
who did poop sling or if it was limited run games or if it was some other random company on the side you know we're never going to know these answers it's just going to be speculation yeah my view i don't know if you're still talking about view to collecting but god my view to collection is sad of all my playstation stuff it is just such a neglected portion of my collection i can hold my view to collection in one hand <laughs> oh to be honest with you i have like like 16 games something like that and like i have almost all the ones i like really like absolutely want other than like i don't have ease eight but i own ease eight like 50 times so what the hell do i need that version for i want it but like you know it's just one of those things so i don't know um it's a hard thing for me to like sink money into because a lot of the games i'm not really then into um red Arc one just said it's V V V V V V thousand one spikes. Yeah, those are the those are the three. Yeah, because I've never remember Revenge of the Bird King, but it's sort of got a different story. Well, I don't think that's a Nicholas one. I think those are the three Nicholas ones specifically. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, we might um call this one a night. Jason and Chaos, thanks so much for coming back on, guys. Chaos, good luck with selling your collection. And Jay, good luck with right. completing yours. We'll definitely have to get you back on here, Jay, and hear how that sealed PS4 collection is progressing in the future. Thank you. By saying he's still around, I'd be happy to join you guys. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, man. Keep me up to date with any cool info and rare releases and stuff like that, too. Like, I love that stuff. So, Oh, absolutely. It's been pretty quiet as of late, so people who have been kind enough to keep up on the Twitter feed for us have been watching all the rares that I know of. Very cool. Very cool. And you guys, guys have been enough of the podcast. Um, check out the Patreon because we have got bonus podcast episodes up there. It's a little bit more personal, a little bit more explicit, and yeah, a little bit more laid back. I think there's a half a dozen episodes up there already. Um, and this Sunday, we have another European show. We have Tristan and Antonio from France joining us. We have first French collector. Uh, Antonio has a full PS3 set, and I believe it's a full French set, so it'll be really interesting to chat to him. And Tristan's a great guest as well. He's got some really cool pieces he's picked up since he's last been on. So um, be sure to check out that show. And, yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. And see you guys soon. See you guys. Night, everybody. Night. You fight.